Hello, everyone. My name is Andrew. Hey, guys. I'm Suzanne. And this is the Qlips English Podcast. Hello there, friends. Welcome back to Qlips. I hope that you're doing well. Thank you for joining us today. We have a simplified speech episode prepared for you. Now, simplified speech is the Qlips series that features clear, natural, and easy to understand English conversations about interesting topics. And today I'm joined by my co-host Suzanne. And so we have a pretty interesting topic today, don't we? Yeah. Hi, listeners. Hey, Andrew. And I think this topic was given to us by a listener. Yeah, that's right, Suzanne. Today, we are going to talk about buffet restaurants. And this was a suggestion from one of our listeners. I would love to give a shout out to that listener, but unfortunately, I forgot who it was. So I apologize to the listener who asked us to talk about this topic. If you want to send me a note and say, Andrew, it was me. I was the one that made the suggestion. Then please do that. You can send an email to contact at qloops.com or message us on Instagram or Twitter. And I will give you a shout out in a future episode. I promise. And speaking of shout out, uh, we're going to give a shout out to one of our listeners from the USA, Sherry, who left us a positive review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. So thank you so much for this great review. Sherry wrote, perfect, thumbs up, five stars. Hello, dear Culips people. I am an immigrant and I live in America. I really enjoy listening to each episode of Culips. For me, some of them are easier and have more interesting subjects, so I listen to them several times. Your warm and friendly voices plus your humble personalities encourage me to listen more and more. Every day when I am on my way to work, I just listen to one Culips episode. Thank you for being there for us. Culips is a very helpful and useful podcast. Well, thank you so much, Sherry, for listening and for your great review. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much, Sherry. And since you listened to us on your way to work, Sherry, I guess you're probably heading there now. So I hope you have a good day at work, Sherry. And to all of our other listeners, everyone, leaving a positive review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform or app that you use to listen to Culips would really be a big help to us and it would help more English learners from around the world connect with Culips and improve their lives and improve their English by studying with us. So we'd really appreciate it if you could do that. Additionally, I want to let you know that there is a study guide for this episode and you can get it by signing up to become a Culips member on our website, Culips.com. Studying along with our guides is the best way to study with Culips and inside the study guide, you'll find a transcript, detailed vocabulary, explanations, real world examples, a quiz, and more. So to sign up, become a Qlips member, and study with our study guides, just visit qlips.com. 
All right, Suzanne, let's get started with the main topic for this episode, which is buffet restaurants. Now, I hope you're hungry, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a delicious topic here. Uh, Suzanne, why don't we explain to everyone what a buffet restaurant is? Because there might be some places in the world that use a different term for this, although I know in Canada, where I'm from, we call them buffet restaurants. And here in Korea, they actually use a very similar word. It's Koreanized, but it's the same word. So I know Korean listeners are familiar with this word, but maybe some countries call it something different. So could you break it down and just let everyone know exactly what a buffet restaurant is? Sure. Well, first of all, they're not very COVID compliant. Let's say that. It's probably been a tough year for buffet restaurants. Yes. But a buffet restaurant is where you would pay a certain price, a set price. And then there is an area that's open to whoever has paid that set fee where you have an array of choices of foods. And you can go up and serve yourself and go up as many times as you'd like and eat as much as you can for that set price. So a lot of times in the U.S. anyway, they call it an all-you-can-eat buffet, an all-you-can-eat restaurant. So it's a place where you go and serve yourself as many times as you'd like and choose from many different dishes and you pay one fee. And usually there are no servers, right? You don't have to wait for the server to come to your table and take your order. You can just go to the buffet table, is what we call it, where all of the food is on display, and you can just pick up as much food as you would like to eat and then go back to your table and eat it. Yeah. Usually they have the plates and the forks and the spoons and all of your cutlery and even glasses sometimes for a drink all up there at the buffet station. Yes. Now, Suzanne, you mentioned to me before we started recording that you used to work in a buffet restaurant. I did, yes. Could you tell us what that was like? Yeah. So I used to work in the View Lounge at the Marriott Marquis in Times Square, and it's notoriously a buffet restaurant or lounge. And we would have a dinner buffet and a dessert buffet. And it was kind of fancy, but the food was the same every single night. (laughs) So it got kind of boring. But yeah, so customers would come in, they would sit down, they would order drinks from me or the server, and then they would just tell us we would like to take the buffet, the full dinner buffet, or just the dessert buffet. And then I would put it on their check, and I would you know, watch them go up to the buffet, take their plate, and they could go up as many times as they'd like. Now, there's a misconception that the server does nothing 
when there's a buffet. But in fact, the server does more because when you serve somebody who just maybe ordered one dish, you just clear one dish from that person. But when someone gets a buffet, they're probably going up maybe three, four times in one night. And they're using sometimes four, five, or six plates. (laughs) So it gets kind of heavy. (laughs) Um, But people loved it because they didn't have to wait for anything. They could just go and serve themselves right away as soon as they arrived. We had different things on the buffet like pastas and chicken and some shrimp and there was some beef off the bone that you could get as well. Lots of different salads. And we even had a dessert buffet where there was a chocolate fountain. A chocolate fountain. Whoa. Yes. Where you could take marshmallows and all kinds of strawberries and fruit and cakes and things and dip it underneath this chocolate fountain. So you could slather or cover decadently all of your dessert in chocolate if you wanted to. Needless to say, whenever we had kids come up there, they would usually have the requisite circle of chocolate all around their mouth That means they had a good time because they must have had a lot of delicious chocolate fountain. So it did get messy. Let's say that. It did get messy. (laughs) Suzanne, I think we should take a step back and highlight one of the words that you just mentioned because as you were describing the chocolate fountain, the word popped into my head and then you used that word. So I thought if this word came into both of our heads at the same time, then it is a word that our listeners should know when talking about chocolatey desserts like the chocolate fountain. And that word is decadent. You said it was very decadent. And I was thinking, wow, this chocolate fountain sounds very decadent. And really, we use this word mostly to talk about desserts. I can't really think of too many other situations when we would use the word decadent, but Could you explain what it means to our listeners? Yeah, decadent. It means rich, rich in flavor, I should say, in this case. But you could also use that for rich in style or like ornate style. So something that's ornate or decadent, it's like really indulgent, really rich and like luxurious and over the top and just indulgent in your craving for chocolate, right? You're indulging in this rich, delicious, chocolatey goodness. (laughs) Now you want to go get chocolate, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And Suzanne, when you say rich, you're talking about that flavor, that very strong, sweet, chocolatey flavor. We say that is rich. But interestingly enough, the other situation that we use this word decadent in often is when we're talking about very luxurious, 
situations involving rich people and extreme wealth. You could say they lived a very decadent life, maybe talking about a royal family back in the Middle Ages or something that were they were just extremely wealthy compared to everybody else and they lived a decadent life. So I think rich is the key word that will help our listeners remember the meaning of decadent. Yes, yes, exactly. So Sue, I have to ask you if you have any funny stories you could share from your time working at the buffet restaurant there in New York. It seems like it was more of an upscale buffet. It wasn't just your regular kind of cheap, all-you-can-eat restaurants in the middle of small-town America or something. But did you ever see anybody like try to steal food at the buffet restaurant? That's what I'm curious. Did anybody ever try to you know, put a steak in their handbag or something? Yes, absolutely. On the outside, it looked like a very fancy buffet, but really it brought out the worst in some people. And I'll tell you, many times I've found plates hidden underneath chairs and tables and I would see them and ask the customer, excuse me, are you having the buffet? I will put two buffets on your tab. And they were like, no, 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 we're not eating anything. And I'm like, oh, really? And listeners, you can't see this, but I'm like making a gesture like I'm pulling a bunch of plates out from under a table and I'm holding them up like evidence. I see you've eaten five plates worth of buffet. (laughs) So grown people, Andrew, grown adults have looked me in the eye and just lied when there are plates. And they're like, that must have been there from the people before us. And I'm like, no, I was the waitress for the people before you, and they did not hide plates under their table. So I've had to deal with some funny stuff. Maybe you could say then that buffet restaurants have the possibility to bring out the worst in some people. Yes, we can say that they can bring out the worst in some people. Hiding food, lying that they ate food, maybe stuffing food in their purse. And also maybe gluttony. Gluttony is the act of overeating or being too greedy with your food consumption. So if you eat too much food and you make yourself sick from overeating, we call that gluttony. And uh, that is what I am guilty of when I go to a buffet, Suzanne, is gluttony. I usually eat too much. And for that reason, I don't really like going to buffet restaurants. Like when I'm there, I enjoy it and I eat a lot of food and uh, I get my money's worth. I always try and make sure that I eat enough so that it is a good value for me to visit. But always after I finish at a buffet restaurant, I just feel really terrible. I feel like I indulged too much. I feel like a glutton, like somebody who ate too much. (laughs) And usually I just feel gross and bloated. And I always regret going to buffet restaurants. That's my personal opinion on them. Although I do go to buffet restaurants semi-often because the university where I work, we have quarterly 
get-togethers with the staff, and we always go to a buffet restaurant. So I unfortunately eat too much food with my coworkers <laughs> a couple of times a year. Do you suffer from the idiom, your eyes are bigger than your stomach? Are your eyes bigger than your stomach sometimes when you're at a buffet? That's a good question, and that's a great idiom for this situation. And that means that you take more food than you can eat, right? So if your eyes are bigger than your stomach, it means that you serve yourself too much food. And then you know, when you're in the process of eating that food, you realize that you can't finish everything. No, I don't really have that problem, Suzanne. I'm a pretty good eater, and I can eat a lot of food if I want to. Um, so usually I'm pretty good about not wasting any food, but the problem is I just keep going and keep going at a buffet. I don't know when to stop. I suffer from having uh, the buffet, my eyes are bigger than my stomach effect for sure. I see all of these great things and I will just keep piling the food on my plate. Wow, look, it's a waffle. I love a brunch buffet. Let's be real. That's a good buffet. I don't really care for the other stuff, the brunch buffet, you know, especially at those kind of all-inclusive resort, like huge brunch buffets. You can make your own waffle, you know, eggs to order. There's like a guy making some awesome omelets over there. Give me a brunch buffet any day. But I will just, I'll take an omelet, I'll take waffles, I'll get home fries, I'll get fruit. I'll go all out and then I look at my plate and my stomach is like, uh, I don't know where you're going to put that <laughs> <laughs> because I have a finite amount of room and that looks like you're eating for like five people. <laughs> so <laughs> that's my dilemma during buffets. I see. Well, we have... Opposite problems then, Suzanne. I eat too much, you take too much. Yeah. So if we were together, I would I would probably give you <laughs> most of my food. Yeah, I, I would just finish it up for you. You wouldn't have to worry about wasting any food. I could shovel it all down at the end of the meal. No problem. Totally. Ugh, well, uh, I already feel full. I feel I haven't even eaten any breakfast yet, and I feel full. <laughs> <laughs> Before we wrap things up, Suzanne, I just wanted to maybe brainstorm with you about some kinds of buffet restaurants that you might see in North America, in Canada or the USA. There are many different kinds of buffet restaurants. For example, I remember when I lived in Montreal, so we went to the same university downtown and pretty close to our campus, there was an Indian buffet restaurant that I used to go to sometimes with my friends and eat too much Indian food, <laughs> which was a good and bad thing. Um, but there are also Chinese food buffets. And sometimes you'll see sushi restaurants that are all-you-can-eat sushi, but they don't really call themselves a buffet. It's more like made-to-order, but you can eat as much as you would like. Suzanne, can you think of any other kinds of common buffets that you could find in North America? I have definitely have had in Texas, like, 
country kitchen kind of buffets, right? With like chicken fried steak and fried chicken and lots of fried things Um, (laughs) and um, like mashed potatoes and gravy and biscuits. I for sure had that. And also what's quite common I find, especially in New York, like in Whole Foods, you have like the salad bar. So you can go and get your box, you fill it up with whatever you want, and then you put it on a little scale and they will charge you a pretty penny. It can be expensive for that salad. They also have those types of things, those kinds of salad bar type of things in some of the bodegas or delis in New York as well. The thing is, you just got to be careful because you don't know how long that stuff has been sitting there. That's the issue. And, you know, my friend always says, be careful of salmon on the counter. Be careful of some some fish just hanging out on a counter for a long time. So you got to be careful. You do have to be very careful. It is eat at your own peril, I guess, with some buffets, depending on what it looks like. You have to use your best judgment before eating at a buffet restaurant. Some people complain of getting sick from the food, getting food poisoning. Thankfully, that's never happened to me. I I just feel bad from eating too much, usually at a buffet. Suzanne, let's wrap this episode up with our final thoughts on this topic. Um, Buffets, good or bad? What's your final review? Do you like buffets? Take it or leave it. What what would you decide? I would say thumbs way up for a breakfast buffet. 100%. I'm in. If it's in a deli, I would go thumbs sideways. I would say you're at your own risk there. Um, But thumbs up for breakfast buffets, all you can eat sushi. Those are pretty good. Sue, I'm with you on the breakfast buffet at a hotel or a resort. I love that as well. I think that's great. But because I don't have very good self-control these days, I usually try to avoid buffets as much as possible, to be honest with you, just because I know that I can't control myself. And the best thing that I can do to control my eating in that situation is just to never go into a buffet restaurant in the first place. So usually that's what I do these days. I hate to say it, but it's the truth. You know what? Let's say after you run your next marathon, Andrew, then you can go to a buffet. I like it. That's a good deal. That's a good trade-off. Well, listeners, thank you for making it to the end of this episode and sticking with us. You should be proud of yourself because you just got some great English listening practice in, and it always feels good to accomplish that. If you like QLips and find us fun and enjoyable and helpful for your English education, then we would really appreciate it if you could support us. There are many ways that you can do that, and the best way is to sign up and become a QLips member on our website, QLips.com. For an affordable fee, you will get access to a bunch of awesome features that will help you improve your English and get fluent faster. So to sign up and become a member, 
just visit qlips.com. But that's not the only way that you can support us. You could also tell your friends who are learning English to check out Qlips. You could follow us on social media, or you could leave us a five-star rating and a kind review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, and if you want to get in touch with us via email, maybe to ask a question, or maybe you have an idea for another episode for Qlips. We love ideas. You can always contact us at contact at qlips.com. We really love hearing from you guys. So stay in touch. We'll be back soon with another brand new Qlips episode and we'll talk to you then. Goodbye. Bye guys.